0: non benders alike. Welcome to Braving the Elements, Nickelodeon's brand new podcast about all things Avatarverse. I'm Janet Varney.
1: I'm Dante Bosco, Prince Zuko to some of you guys, and we're continuing our journey of the first season of Avatar: The Last Airbender.
0: Well, of course, last week we had an incredible time talking with the great Jack DeSena, who of course plays Sokka and is a verifiable comedy genius. We love you, Jack. But today we're getting back into our last Airbender TV episode recaps. Today we are going to be recapping episode four, very iconic, very beloved episode, "The Warriors of Kyoshi," and oh, we have such a special guest with us today for the
1: ride. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you, Suki herself, Jenny Kwan.
2: Hey, guys, what an introduction. Thanks so much. And I'm so happy to
1: be here with both of you. It's so so great to to see you and to hear your voice.
0: Yes! Jenny plays Suki, and she is going to help us get through episode four, the Kyoshi Warriors. I love, love this episode. I know. I do, too. So, where did we leave off? The last episode we recapped was, of course, episode three, the Southern Air Temple, where Aang learned some truly devastating news about the plight of the Air Nomads. Of course, I shed a tear, as I always do when we talk about that. But we did get a wonderful new addition to Team Avatar, Momo. The gang arrives at Kyoshi Island. They are uh, captured after uh, Aang tries to ride some giant koi. And when it's revealed that Aang is the Avatar, news quickly spreads. Zuko finds out about it, decides he's going to go capture uh, the Avatar on this amazing, wonderful island that then quickly um, falls subject to Zuko's wrath. Shame on you.
1: Yes. It is, ri-
0: it is written by the wonderful Nick Malis and is directed by Giancarlo
1: Volpe. Shout out to Giancarlo. Sh- major shout out. Can we also just point out when, when Aang is riding those fish, he's ripped. This kid is <laughs> really ripped in his Speedo underwear. I'm like, Aang is... <laughs> Getting real buff real quick from the early episodes. Well, listen, he's he's
0: he's very active. He, we know that his favorite thing seems to be finding wild animals to ride. So
1: you got to be fit. He's athletic. He's the avatar. That's right. I mean, he has to save the world. He has to be ready and fit and ready to do this.
0: That's right. So we start out on Zuko's ship, and Zuko is, I guess, making a game attempt at meditating. Although <laughs> we see it uh, blow up in his face pretty quickly. He's trying to keep it together. Does his
1: best, Varney. He does his best. Does his
0: best. As soon as he gets bad news, he just has a tantrum, and it's clear that he is not controlling his anger very well.
1: He he's, he's still in the process. It's called the process, you guys. This process <laughs> doesn't happen overnight.
2: That Serenity is for doesn't
1: sure. Happen overnight.
0: He's on a path. He's got a ways to go. We then are over at Team Avatars, we will call them, flying over the South Sea. Katara is sewing Sokka's pants. Uh, Aang is trying to impress Katara, and uh, you know, it's, Katara's kind of doing that thing that you do when maybe someone has a crush on you, but you're not really aware of it, and you're just sort of, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this other thing. Looks good, buddy. Like, not even paying attention, because uh, she's sewing these pants, and Sokka is, he, listen, this is a tough episode for Sokka. He starts <laughs> out super crabby, and he's very entitled, and he's telling Katara that that girls are the ones who sew, and boys are the ones who fight, and it's a mm-hmm. real, like, oh
1: boy. I forget how chauvinistic
2: Sokka oh, was. yeah. Yes, I don't.
0: He needs to learn a lesson <laughs> quick.
1: Luckily, <laughs> I know a little someone. <laughs> yeah. It's quickly coming to him, for sure.
0: That's right. So they land on this uh, island. We know that it's because Ang wants to ride this giant koi, much to Sokka's chagrin. And then, as you mentioned, Ang strips uh, and buffly runs and, and
1: is ripped <laughs> and is ripped out and, <laughs> and runs in to ride this humongous right. koi.
0: That's right. Well, what happens when he when he's trying to ride the fish? It's disrupted by something much scarier.
1: Something's coming in the water behind him, and bam! It's a big ol' unagi. Mm-hmm. Which unagi means eel, right? Eel. It That's is right. eel. Yeah. It is. I eat yeah. sushi. I know what's up with it. unagi. i order that unagi roll yeah. <laughs> many times. Don't let this unagi hear you say that or you're gonna get in a lot of trouble. You couldn't finish that unagi. Right, but it's, it's a humongous, humongous unagi. And then, and then Aang is running back to the land and, and then all of a sudden he survives the unagi attack, but then is swiftly attacked by we don't know what, a bunch of people jump out of all over the place, which is kind of crazy, right? You three have some explaining to do. And if you don't answer all our questions, we're throwing you back in the water with the Unagi. And so they tie everybody up. And then Sokka makes another sexist comment when he finds out the people that tied him up, these these warriors, are, are girls. He, he actually says, we're the men that, that ambushed us. <sighs> he just puts his foot in his mouth so many times and then enters, of course, Jenny Kwan. as Suki, and she really lets him know that
2: there were no men. We ambushed you. Now tell us, who are you and what are you doing here?
1: The island leader, Uwashi, he's worried that our gang is Fire Nation spies. And the island has stayed out of the 100-year war thus far, and he doesn't want to get involved in it. And Aang says he knows the island and knows Kiyoshi. And Suki says it's impossible, and then Aang reveals he's the avatar by freeing himself, by bending. (gasps) Wow! That's (gasps) amazing! He says he knows Kyoshi because he is Kyoshi. (laughs) But when he always refers to the old, and when he talks to the old avatars, I'm always like, he's just talking to himself.
0: It's complex. There's a lot of layers.
1: There's a lot of layers. But there's a big statue of Kyoshi, and they're like, how can you know Kyoshi? Kyoshi's dead. He's like, I am Kyoshi.
0: That's a real card to pull out. When you play the I am Kyoshi card,
1: then you're... Watch out. I know. Then it's like, all bets off.
0: So we have... Katara and Aang having a wonderful meal of—I'm sure you can agree with me—just a, a smorgasbord of buns. I probably shouldn't use a Swedish word to talk about beautiful, beautiful Asian buns, dumplings, <laughs> <and> all <laughs> things. I wish I—we're eating right now, and Sokka is pouting. I mean, you know he's pouting if he's not eating. That's a big deal. Right. That kid is hungry forever.
1: Every episode, every episode, this guy's trying to eat something.
0: But he can't handle. He—he really—he's just really, really feeling, like, beat down by the fact. And he's just so mad. It really
1: gets his goat that the women got the best of him. He doesn't like it. What can you say? I didn't really know he was that chauvinistic. Sokka, you were outnumbered. A, you were outnumbered. Yeah. And B, they were all in warrior attire and they were synchronized. They had a lot of stuff going on for them. They they know what they're doing.
2: Well, his his ego, you know, got cracked there. I mean, it's only the start of it, you know, as he goes into the next scene. That's right. And then meanwhile, Aang is getting this just ridiculous,
0: like, Beatles-esque treatment, right? I mean, I think mm-hmm. this episode is known to be based on The Beatles' A Hard Day's Night, where you oh, see this that. this crazy period of, of time in history where, I mean, to be honest with you, like, I've seen it happen yeah. outside hotels in my lifetime with boy bands. People
1: crying, crying. They may not understand the Beatles uh, reference. They might just say, you know, it was, it was like One Direction. That's exactly. I was staying at the same hotel as One Direction and people were losing their minds. All of a sudden, he's Justin Bieber walking around and girls are screaming or, exactly. um, or whatever generation of boy band you guys come from.
0: Or me when I see Kiyoshi cosplay uh,
1: at the <laughs> uh, con. That's me. Oh, I love you so much. I love you so and much. And Varney's screaming, That's yelling. Right. That's right. It is a crazy. It's 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 fan. It's fandom. It's it's pandan fandom. Pan, Fandomanium. Fan, fan, I don't know. Is
2: that a word? Fandomanium. I like to make up words. Fandomanium.
1: Jenny, I've never experienced I think you just it nailed it.
0: Fandomanium? Fandomanium. That's brilliant.
1: Fandomanium. I experienced it one time I, I went, they flew me out to go see Obama talk oh gosh. <gasps> when he was a president, right? For some event. And I was there in the front row and everyone was screaming and, and, and then I found myself <laughs> screaming.
2: You got caught up in it.
1: I literally found myself screaming. I get it. I got caught up in it it. and I looked at another actor, Leo Nam, and he's at my table and he's (laughs) screaming. And then he's like, I'm buzzing. Like this is crazy. And then we both realized this is it. Mm. This is when you're around one of the most, probably the most famous person in the world. I mean, you catch that vibe. You become one of those screaming girls on Mm -hmm. the Ed Sullivan show. I want to hold your hand. Ah! You're just screaming for no reason. I love I, it. I did that. That
0: is a great story, and I'm very proud of you for admitting <laughs> that you were screaming because you sometimes you get very braggy when you're being tough guy Suko, and so I always love when you admit that you were screaming in fandom. That's I was screaming, and that you were I, part I, of fandom. I caught the fever.
1: <laughs> I caught the fever, boy. I caught that fever. So
0: with Aang's experience getting chased down and hounded by these, these huge fans that he immediately has as the Avatar, Sokka, meanwhile, I guess has decided that like it's a good idea for him to go prove himself yet again?
1: Well, he's super cocky. He really has a chip on his shoulder.
0: But he's like, I guess I better, he licked his wounds. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna go. Listen, I now I feel like I'm up for this. Now I can show Suki and her Kyoshi warriors just how strong and
1: powerful I am. Let me go in while they're working on this training. He thinks he could take us. Sokka's like, y'all don't bend, I don't bend. I got this, y'all. You know, you caught me off guard a little bit, okay. I was with my sister. Whatever. Let's do this for real now. And he, and he steps up to Suki and the crew. Like, you know. I'll give him that, but. But, but we see you guys aren't no punks either.
0: <laughs> They're tough. Yeah, the, Suki is very smooth. And, you know, I have to say she bears out his ridiculousness in a very classy way. Do you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't stoop to his level. She's up for the challenge. She's up for the challenge, but she doesn't stoop to
2: his level. She's very, like, even keel, you know? She's like, yeah, why don't you show me, right, Jenny? She holds it together. It's that type of thing where it's like, I don't need to say much, right? I don't need to say much until you see what I really do. And now don't get it twisted, because now that I've shown you what I know, like, I don't have, I don't need to say anything, you know? I think she just keeps it very, cool under pressure. She knows what she has. She doesn't... She's probably dealt with people like this before and, you know, growing up has had to prove herself, right, time and time again to get to the status. And to become the leader of the Kyoshi Warriors is no easy feat. So I think that that's, you know, that's why she knows. She's been trained to know, you know, let the opponent make their move and let them do it, let them tire themselves out, let them, you know, Mm -hmm. exhaust themselves and then cut in there
1: right right and I can only imagine with the amount of training it takes to be a Kyoshi warrior let alone to become Mm -hmm. the leader of the Kyoshi warriors I mean Mm -hmm. you know what you've been through and it doesn't take some silly guy not understanding to uh, kind of break you down yeah it's not gonna happen
0: I think that's a great point, and Jenny, I love what you said, too, because I think it puts a finer point on kind of one of the big-picture themes of this episode, which is this idea of, like, bravery versus hubris, right? Mm-hmm. You sort of see there's a lot of identity crisis stuff happening in this episode, especially for Sokka, where, uh, but for Aang, too, right? I mean, he wants to right. kind of impress Katara by riding the Unagi, or he he equates that somehow, again, with his sort of, you know, oh, I'm I, look at me, and then he sort of gets that appreciation from the girl fans but he's not getting it from the person that he really really wants wants to get it from right so there's a lot of like like posturing versus that strength that comes from knowing that you're in the right knowing that you have the strength because you've worked on it you've earned it and so Suki really to me represents exactly what you are just saying it really just the light bulb went off when you were describing that is that she represents that strength that's true, that's real, that's bravery, rather than the kind of like, oh, yeah, no, listen, let me show you my moves. Or, you know, right. like we're about to see Aang saying, oh, I'm going to go ride the Unagi. What could possibly go wrong? It's like, no, that's there's a difference between showy and keeping it inside and like a, a, a sort of beautiful thing that's burning inside you all the time.
2: Yeah, you know, and I also was thinking, and here I go getting deep and analytical with all this, you know, it's interesting that... Jeez. I would like to say that Suki is a feminist of her time, but I think she's even more than that. I think she's, and I don't know if there would be a word to classify this, but if you at least watch just through the episode like you're saying. Sosaka comes in and he's, you know, boisterous and somewhat of... Uh, you know, a know-it-all and posturing and he's not really in his power at that point in the beginning, right? Because he's just kind of all over the place. And Suki probably sees that, and her being somewhat of a feminist, it's interesting that she continues to give him a chance. So if she, if she was in this modern day and age, I don't think she would be part of that cancel culture. You know, if we want to get really deep, she probably would be like listen, there there is something inside of you that is vulnerable, that is true. And she doesn't cut him off at first, but she holds him accountable and she holds him to show what he's really made of with what you're saying is like, who is he truly inside? And what is that true, pure, I, I want to say good part of him that she knows exists, right? And if she would have just been like, off the island with this dude, we wouldn't have seen that yeah and I think that's what is a really one of the really beautiful things about Suki is that you, you'll you see in in further episodes that she is just that person right that's gonna go the distance and even if you're wrong or even when she's fighting with Azula Suka's, you know Z- Zuko's sister it's like all right let's do this you know but she's always gonna stay true to who she is and hopefully you know whoever she's you know, going at it with they're gonna be able to bring themselves, or else Tylee wouldn't have become you know a Kiyoshi warrior in the end, right? And foreshadow
0: report. Foreshadow Sorry, report.
2: Yep. we say Was I not no. We say to? foreshadow
0: report instead of spoiler alert. We say foreshadow Got report. It. It's like we're not spoiling it. We're just foreshadowing. Foreshadow it. That's, report. Report. that's we're right. We're just foreshadowing something really <sighs> cool that might that's, be coming. That's <laughs> so right. it's totally fine. <laughs> I feel you, and I I love. Everything that you said, that that's the teacher too, right? That's what we all want and need, you right. know? We need those people in our lives who are like, yeah, I don't have a lot of time for your BS, you know? But I do have time for the the person you can be. Right. And, you know, I'm not shutting the
1: door on that. And, and she I doesn't give love up on it. that. So I just I love it. And Suki is such a, uh, such a gangster, <laughs> come on. I mean... She's such a gangster, Suki. And I love how she handles Sokka. I mean, well, Sokka coming up and dressing in the Kyoshi Wars. We talked about it earlier with the the wonderful cosplay, but not just by women, by men, by it's such mm-hmm. a gender fluid kind of cosplay. And it starts in this episode with Sokka dressing in the Kyoshi Warrior armor.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree, and and I was actually going to say that was something I wanted to bring up because right after we see Sokka has to you know he quote unquote has to wear the the warrior garb, we actually do go back over to Aang, and it's like Aang is right there to remind us as you know we are seeing the 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 restoration of this Kyoshi, they're cleaning up the the statue of her, and you know all this is happening is that reminder. Speaking of gender fluidity, is you know. Aang is Kiyoshi, Aang is Roku, Aang, we are, like, the gender is right incidental. Exactly. And so I think I love that sort of relationship where you really have this connection of Aang with his female avatar counterpart slash ancestor along with Sokka's kind of misplaced, <laughs> like, because there's no place for it, <laughs> chauvinism, and wearing the dress and all this, and it's like, none of that has to matter, you know? This is bigger than all of that and so I think that's a nice way too of kind of checking in with you know checking your gender normative stuff this episode gets a lot of uh, flack as well for for Sokka's chauvinism understandably uh, because of course as we'll talk about uh, in the end of the episode he sort of he sort of says I treated you like this instead of like this and it's like you know even then Suki's like yeah but also I'm I'm one in the same I'm a warrior and I'm a girl and That Those two things. It shouldn't be you get to treat girls poorly and you get to treat
2: warriors well,
0: you know? Right.
2: And I think that's, you know. But that's a beautiful moment too because sometimes, you know, when people think of it in either or, black and white, blue or green, that we need that constant reminder, right? And like you're saying with Aang, all the different parts of himself in all the avatars, same thing. Another reminder that it can be, as complicated right it doesn't have to be so simple and yet at the same time it is simple if that makes sense right that it of course like we can be all these things at once
1: it's one of those great things about the show where again it gives these heavy lessons in a very Mm -hmm. easy way
2: yeah and i love that too because sometimes you don't have to be smacked in the face to get it right like throughout the episode like we're talking about it happens a few times and it's It's done very sweetly, very wisely and also kind of just fun and and light to where you can take it in, you know, and and people remember that they they remember the lessons. I've had so many people tell me that I've learned so much from watching Avatar and I had to go back and rewatch a lot of stuff because I'm like you did and then like when i rewatch i'm like oh yeah and here it is without feeling offended without feeling that i've been shamed about something it's just like why don't we take a look at it like this and maybe we can do better mm-hmm. next time and not with any shame mm-hmm. which is really beautiful we don't have to feel bad about it we love just it. need to know that we can do better i love it and and i totally agree it sounds
1: so wise i know you sound so Uncle Iroh about the whole situation.
0: Well, Jenny's Jenny's putting a real nice polish on us right now. She's really, <laughs> I don't she's really know. helping us no. sound good, no, uh, no. and we're just gonna take all the credit. You but, guys just leave um, me okay. here. <laughs> This episode of Braving the Elements is brought to you by Kiyoshi's Fighting Fans. Fight fire with fan and stay cool doing it. Kiyoshi's Fighting Fans. Because Kiyoshi's fandom is the best fandom. With fans like these, who needs bending? Now, Aang is still committed to riding the Tsunagi, right? You know, at this point... It's like, all right, well, you wanted to come to the island to ride the giant koi, but then here's the Onagi, but then the Onagi scared you and got the better of you, so now are you riding the Onagi to impress Katara? Are you riding the Onagi to conquer your fear? Are you riding the Onagi to impress these fangirls who are following you around screaming? Like, what's going on there? The
1: fangirls are getting bored with them also.
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind of like, what's what's the meat behind, where's the, where's the real magic, where's the real, like, you know it's not all it can't all be kind of par- parlor tricks so to speak Katara and Aang do end up making up right around there she's concerned about him rightly so because he does in fact get attacked he does lose consciousness no avatar state kicks in this time it's Katara who water bends to rescue him and as she's trying to bring him back so to speak um, of course that's a perfect opportunity for Zuko to show up with his amazing rhino horn ship.
1: Here comes them Fire Nation boys. That turns out to have uh, rhinos in them, yeah. I know, I mean, we do come to the party hot, (laughs) super hot. (laughs) You are geared up
0: and ready to go, galloping out of the ship on your rhinos. We're
1: here to get the fire started. For sure. That is for sure. And you do. But you know, it is a thing that Katar that tells Aang early in the show where she's like, We can't stay too long in any one place because every place you go, disaster happens. I mean, disaster by the hands of Zuko a lot of times. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's, you know, that's where we're at in our relationship. And so, thus, that happens again. This is a somewhat peaceful place that's mm-hmm. been out of the war for 100 years, and yet now the war has come to them. We're coming with the. We're coming with the fire and we start, I mean, I'm not proud of it, but I mean, we start, we start burn. we start literally burning up the town. You really do. I did, I did feel sad when we burnt up that Kyoshi statue, that Kyoshi statue that they were polishing earlier in the show is now a flame. It wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. I felt bad about it watching. I was like, "Oh my god, why are you gonna burn the statue?" <laughs> and you have this
0: amazing combination of East Meets West with 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 this town as well. And and so instead of you know gunslingers riding up on horseback, you have the Fire Nation soldiers riding up on these rhinos. You have the Kyoshi warriors, very very bravely and very capably trying to fight off as many as they can. They out they're outnumbered we're dealing with firebenders zuko uh who seem to have no problem just flinging balls of flame every which way it's a rough
1: hey, situation he has some things it's rough what quick question kiyoshi is what nation of in the avatar in the avatar i want
2: to say
0: earth i mean it's a, it's an earth kingdom island that's what i that's so, what i would and, say i'm pretty okay. sure she's so she's earth yeah. so she's an mm-hmm. earth she's originally an earthbender yeah.
1: that becomes an avatar okay just wanted to clarify that from my own mind. Don't
0: try to change the subject. The, the The statue's on
1: fire. The town is on
0: fire. It's on fire. The
1: warriors are outnumbered. Look, I feel bad. When you look at history, we, we can see it for what it, you know, in the moment, it's really bad. But when you look at a historical point, it's like some positive things happened. I will say this.
0: There is a moment <laughs> in the town when they're fighting where Zuko busts some dangerously close to break dancing moves. Yes. He is like yes. down on the floor, I know the moment. on his hands, kicking. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I yep. uh-oh, this feels like Dante all day long, because that's you as a
1: dancer. I know. People that knew th- that know my history of being a b-boy a break dancer were like, was that inspired by <laughs> you? I'm like, I don't know. You know, Mike and Brian are very, they, they take a lot in. And how they create, we don't know. A little influence was in there, That's and some moves. Uh, really great moves turned into some some great memes. To also, great memes of of Zuko breaking. Yes, in.
0: indeed. So, all of this is happening. Katara, being very grounded in her thinking, says to Aang, "Look, if we leave, look." Essentially implying, because he knows, Aang knows, he's like, "I'm the reason this is happening." And she's like, well, if they follow us here, maybe they'll follow us away, and that will save whatever we can do. That's probably the best way for us to get out of this at this point, because we're not gonna be able to just, you know, continue the fight here. It's not working. So he very reluctantly agrees, and they say, well, we can leave the lead the Fire Nation away. And then we have this moment that we were talking about, right, Jenny, with, with Sokka and Suki, where he says-
1: I'm sorry. For what? I treated you like a girl when I should have treated you like a warrior. I am a
2: warrior, but I'm a girl, too.
0: That's a moment where Suki's like, mm, that's not one or the other, but uh, wh- what do you think? And you, you sort of spoke to that that moment with them, and we know that, you know, foreshadow report, they, this is probably not the last time that they will be in a room together, so perhaps he still has more to learn from her.
2: Right. And honestly, I I didn't know that we were going to do more, so it, it's interesting that it was like, okay, for now, this is what it is. And it's interesting that with all that that he brought, with all his, you know, chauvinism and all this kind of thing, she actually likes him. And once he shows that part of himself, she adores that.
1: And... It sees that true heart of his. And they and then he gets the kiss. Yeah. She gives him the kiss. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Sokka gets a lot of girls on the show. But Suki being the main important girl.
0: Sincere apologizing can be very romantic. Right. When it's sincere. Coming, coming from a place of respect mm-hmm. is very, It can be very romantic mm-hmm. And very exciting So we see Team Avatar fleeing on Appa The town is still burning Aang, you know, we don't know what's going on, but it's like he's he's watching this town burn. It's just not in his nature to just go, good luck with all that, right? So he drops down. We don't know what's going on. Sokka and Katara don't know what's going on. He flies from a great distance. He just flops down into the water, into the lake, and arises triumphantly riding the Unagi, but it's not just that he's riding it just to show himself or to show off. It's about utilizing, harnessing this power and having the Unagi put out the fire. It's sort of a message there to us as well. It's like, you gotta have a reason. (laughs) Yeah, if you wanna do something-
1: Not just for personal hubris, and also, you know, at least we didn't burn the whole city. Put the fire out. <laughs> okay. We started to burn the city, the Fire Nation, but we didn't burn it to the ground. It got put out before it burnt to the ground. Even the statue it, oh. was, it just got charred a little bit. <laughs> you know, a little charring. You guys can repaint it and, and, and polish it up later on. Sorry about that. Yeah.
0: Welcome to my yeah. world of Dante
1: trying to minimize everything <laughs> that Zuko does every Listen. episode. Listen. Am I a Fire Nation apologist? Listen,
2: you're you you you're on your journey. You're on your journey. You're still in the beginning of your journey. And you come to, you know, that's okay. We would just
1: give himself up. We wouldn't have to burn everything down. Right, 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 right. That's right. That's right.
0: Uh, I will say foreshadow report that this is not the uh, the end of our understanding of and experience of uh, Kyoshi and the Kyoshi Warriors of course we actually no. may or may not far from but probably will meet uh, meet Avatar Kyoshi and just want to give a quick shout out to uh, the rise of Kiyoshi. if you have not checked out uh, that book slash graphic novel slash comic um, it is part of the Avatar verse it is a wonderful story I'm sure we will talk about it At length at some point on this podcast, Kyoshi is many people's favorite avatar and the stories behind Kind of her and her legacy are very much worth checking out. So I wanted to, to quickly just acknowledge that. Very quickly for our Animal Crossing moment, we have been talking about the fantastic elephant koi, the scary and super cool Unagi, and of course Zuko's rhinos, which are Komodo rhinos. This was a good episode as far as Animal Crossings go. And then, you know, some of the questions that we were going to ask you towards the end here, Jenny, you've organically offered up during the course of our conversation, including learning lessons. So we like to do a most, and this certainly speaks to Suki and her wonderful power, because we like to talk about a most valuable bending moment, an MVB, most valuable bending moment in the episode, but also a most valuable non-bending in the episode. I think we could probably skip right to non-bending in this case and say we gotta give it up to Suki immediately. Most valuable uh-huh. non bending without a doubt, yeah. I give to Suki for sure.
2: Wow, come on, thanks. amazing!
0: Yeah, thanks, yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Yeah, possibly like m- that's m- the most valuable bending. Like, I don't even know. I mean, I guess for the fans, we probably want a most valuable bending moment, but I feel like just her bending of Sokka's understanding of I love that
2: <laughs> of, like human Absolutely. relationships and
0: respect internal is, yes. bending, it's that bending. in of itself,
2: mm-hmm. internal bending. There you go, Janet. You you can use that, the internal bending. I like that. Again, I set it up, and then you
1: guys hit the home runs, and then I just lean back <laughs> and go, that was all me. There was an important moment, bending, non-bending, I don't know, you be the judge of it, but the unagi putting out the fire on the village, which was very yeah. important, <gasps> very important to not. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe how much I just gasped. With an assist from is, But Is he bending that water? I think he's just spitting it out. She's but, but just spitting it out. But that's a lot of water.
0: I don't know if that's considered bending or not. It, we're forgetting something so huge. We're forgetting something so, so we huge. Are. Guys. Well good. Katara water bends the air out of Aang or the water out of yes. Aang's lungs. So she saves she saves the avatar. She saves mm-hmm. him. She pulls out the water, which could be argued foreshadow report within a different segment wow. which is most valuable bending yes. wow 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 that's wow, manipulating wow. the water in someone's body
1: it's totally for foresh- way,
0: way report there. way way way
2: also internal bending and physical bending wow that's right yes so there's your suki and
0: katara moments and with no avatar we have no show and no avatar no show Once again, the other characters around the Avatar are lifting him up and making it possible for him to do what he needs to do. He absolutely could not do it alone. We all agree on that. We could not have done this episode without the lovely, talented, and just all-around fabulous Jenny Kwan.
1: And we have another episode out right now with Jenny Kwan talking about her career, talking about being an Asian-American actress in the industry, and it's something you definitely will not want to miss.
0: If you haven't already subscribed or followed, please do so. You can do it wherever you find your podcasts. See you next time.